Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join Martin, Dave, Spencer and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. So welcome back to the T2 Hubcast. It's January, uh, I'm sat outside in the car uh, waiting for my daughter who is uh, doing her gymnastics class and I have the best part of two hours every Monday evening. Um, so I thought I'd jump on and record a podcast. Um, I've not thought too much about what it's going to be about. I've not um, pre-planned anything. I've not um, thought one for one second what I'm going to share. So uh, but I quite like that, and I think if you go off the cuff sometimes, and if you just uh, freestyle um, on some insight around what you've been doing lately, or what um, you know you've been speaking about, or what customers question, what questions customers are asking, um, you can often end up um, with some quite powerful stuff. So let's see how we get on. So um, I won't spend too long with you, but I guess. What am I seeing at the moment in terms of people as we turn the year in 2019 um, who are focused, who are productive, self-fulfilled, who seem to have a spring in the step, who have some purpose? You know, what do I, you know, what do I see in these people and what do I observe in these people um, that that seem to portray that versus obviously some of us who who don't have a spring in our step, who are maybe in a little bit of limbo at the minute. Maybe we are experiencing a little bit of stress, a bit of worry, a bit of anxiety. Maybe we don't know where we're heading. Maybe we are fed up with our jobs, um, whatever it might be, and we just can't seem to get unstuck. Um, and, I, and I guess that's how I'd put it. You know, No, no one's uh, not got the ability. Sometimes we just get stuck. So... Um, Okay, first up, first thing I would say is, uh, and and I'm trying, I'm going to try and speak from personal experience as well, because, you know, uh, everything I do in my career in my life, I try to, to to practice what I preach. I try to live by some principles, but um, I think the first thing I'd start with is something I'm passionate about myself and something I I, I consciously work on myself. But what I see sometimes the most productive people out there um, and the most self fulfilled people out there also deploying and that is around stress right so um it seems like um there are some people who will catastrophize basic human stress and and some people who have heard me speak before will 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 have heard me say that many a time but sometimes we catastrophize basic human stress um so much so that we always uh, start to head down more of a threat state in our life than a challenge state and uh, for those of you who have never heard me talk about this, very quickly and simply put, a challenge state is when we are um, aware of, um, you know, consequence, we are aware of failure, we are aware of any repercussions, but we're absolutely focused on what we want to achieve. You know, we almost harness it as adrenaline. When I work with people in professional sport, uh, it's often those sportsmen and women who can feel the nerves and the pressure but they harness it into an adrenaline in terms of what they want to achieve into performance and the same happens in our personal and professional life we can become consumed by uh, consequence and potential
existential threat and fear of failure and what may happen in the future of a negative nature, or we can actually harness how we're feeling and use it to to take on the challenge and achieve great things. Um, or we can go into a threat state, and the threat state is the more natural of the two to us human beings. You know, if you think about us as animals, as human beings, we have a survival instinct. And because our number one uh, innate desire is to survive, it's our number one programmed function, if you like, is survival at all costs, then we are uh, unconsciously always going to be more susceptible to a threat state where we focus on what might happen or the consequence and repercussions of things rather than on what we want to achieve. And when I work with people... um, I'm constantly working with them on on how to try and uh, recognise and understand the difference in the stress response between in, interpreting it as a challenge uh, so you can thrive and not becoming consumed by the threat, which is when anxiety and stress and depression and all sorts of ongoing uh, struggles can happen. And yes, you know, um, without a shadow of a doubt, mental health is a vast uh, there's a vast spectrum of, of of challenges for people with mental health, and there's lots of great growing support out there for it. But I always try to focus on the individual. I don't believe in just labeling labeling it an illness. You know, we do have a contributing uh, part towards um, towards it, and how we interpret the stress response. If we can educate ourselves and understand why it's there and what purpose it serves, i.e., survival, and therefore understand that we can interpret those feelings and that emotions and those emotions into uh, a challenge state. Then sometimes I know in every some people need support. Sometimes it's a bit of a deeper issue than this, but. In a lot of cases, we can take back some control, and that's that's what productive people do, and that's what resilient people do. Um, and I think that's the first thing I'd share with you this evening. You know, um, people who manage, who understand stress as a survival response, as a as a survival instinct, it's there to protect us, and it's there to say switch on something is important or you are at risk here. Right? It's there to uh to really elevate your emotional awareness and your emotional state so you can fight or flight that's that's the 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 fundamental core design of of the stress response and for people who take time to understand it and bring it into their conscious and start to try and say oh do you know what if i can harness this thing i can i can rise to the challenge and be productive rather than become consumed to the threat and that's what I do myself you know um, a lot of people know I've, I've said it publicly for a number of months now I, I was recently diagnosed with a chronic autoimmune disease called Sjogren's syndrome uh, it's in the same family as multiple sclerosis and MS and lupus and it's been a really challenging time for me from a health perspective and one of the when you start reading the stats and what you're more susceptible uh, uh, of getting with autoimmunity and what it might mean for you etc um you know it can be quite scary and it's very easy to get dragged into a threat state with it and worry about what may happen and what the future may hold for me but you know i i absolutely challenge myself every day every week to be in a challenge state focusing on the things that i can control and harnessing the stress response into something really positive and and it and it serves me really well. So the first thing I'd say is, you know, anybody who's listening to this who might be struggling a little bit of anxiety, a bit worried lately, uh, a bit stressed, 
um, if you're a hypothetical worrier, so someone who's focusing on what may have happened in the past uh, and you're worrying about it or something that you perceive may happen in the future that you can't control and you're a hypothetical worrier, um, you're you're on a spiral and, and it's a slippery slope because if you do not take back some control with hypothetical worrying, it can get out of hand. You know what? I, you know We all do it. We're all susceptible to it. What if this happens? What if a family member gets ill? What if I don't have my job in six months? What if this happens? What if, what if, what if? It can spiral and then more hypothetical worrying triggers more hypothetical worrying and you're in a self-perpetuate cycle so we can't um we can't predict the future you know one of the one of the frustrating things about the human brain is we in our bid to control our environment so we can survive we want to predict the future we want to understand uh, uh what might happen we want to safeguard against anything going wrong and we can't always do that to uh you know a hundred percent so it leads to more worrying and that's the cycle people get themselves in bring it into your conscious understand the stress response and if you can only and it comes on to my second point you've got to focus only on the things we control hypothetical worries what's happened in the past has happened what's happening in the what you perceive may happen in the future you cannot you know have any assurance or guarantees of but what you can do is bring it back to the present and what do you control in the here and now that will either alleviate that worry or or get you to what you want to achieve to where you need to be and that brings me on to probably another point on this which is uh you know productive people make bloody decisions they make decisions and take action. Nothing fuels more um, stress and more worry and more uncertainty than inaction. People who make decisions, once a decision is made, this is if you think about performance psychology, when a decision is made, an action will instantly follow. So the first part of it is bringing it back to the present and make some decisions because the minute you make a decision to do something action will follow when you don't make a decision to do something action never follows which leads to more hypothetical worries more procrastination more what if and um and the problem with decisions, however, is because some people are risk averse. Some people don't want to make the wrong decision. Some people, um, you know, wor- hypothetical worry about what if I make this decision and it's the wrong one. Um, so, it, again, it's a really, really tricky situation. But what I observe is people who focus in on the present and make decisions, good, bad or indifferent, always leads to action and action is always better than inaction and you know for every three bad decisions you make you'll make one great one but it will be worth it and the bad decisions repercussions won't be you know um won't be that catastrophic because remember you know we're programmed to catastrophize a lot of stuff so make some decisions there is nothing more powerful than a decided mind and and we all need to remember that there's nothing more powerful than a decided mind. And the last point, um, I, I sort of I'll I'll speak from my personal um, view on things and the way you run a business or the way you achieve goals. Um, I've not finished in in on any of my endeavours yet. I've I'm hungry to, you know, to reach a lot more uh, milestones and achieve a lot more goals. And and I've got plans for myself and my family and the business and my employees and and everything because um, I constantly sort of live by the law of attraction, which is 
if you visualize where you are going if you know where you are going and you're you know really uh, positive and cast iron on what you want to achieve and where you are going um i believe the law of attraction kicks in it will pull you towards it you will it, everything else i've been talking about is easier when you know where you are going and i'm talking 5 years from now 10 years from now uh, what does what does my personal life and the family look like in 10 years from now what does uh, what house do i want to be in what does my business look like what new products and services have i deployed um where's my end game you know when when i've when i've achieved what i want to professionally and i and i hopefully can secure the freedom that i want what then uh, do i sit around for the rest of my life no i've all i already know where i'm going and what i'm going to do and and that's the law of attraction and i see it in successful people whether it's in professional sport in in business in the military in education uh in in healthcare People who have a desire to achieve something, when they're going in a direction, they know where they're going. They can visualize it. They can see it. They use imagery every single day, every single week. And it, it creates a spark. It creates a spark. And then what that does, if you backtrack from that, is you start to make bloody decisions because you make decisions on the things that are going to get you there. When you make decisions, you take action. When you start taking action, you move closer to where you want to be. And all of the time, you are visualizing where you are heading and you are making decisions and you are taking actions on a daily basis, you are not hypothetical worrying in fact your hypothetical worries reduce because you are you, you you're focused on the present you're focused on what you want to execute you're in a challenge state not a threat state don't get me wrong right on on a weekly basis there'll be something that triggers a threat state response in me we're all human we're all human it gets the best of us all but because i am so focused on where i'm heading and i use the law of attraction and I understand hypothetical worries don't serve me well. So I drag it back to the present and focus on what I want to achieve. I always quickly get myself out of the threat state. And and that's what I want uh, people listening to this hubcast to take from it. If you're in a bit of limbo at the minute or you're uh, stressed or anxious or worried or you're um, there's a you know a severe lack of inaction. You don't know where you're heading. You don't know what you want to achieve. Your self-esteem's low. Your confidence is low. Whatever it may be, I want you to first and foremost decide upon what you want, where you are heading. Because the minute that that piece is taken care of, the minute is you say right, this is what I want to do and want to achieve. You can work back from there and start making some decisions. You'll feel in more in control. You'll feel generally more energetic and positive around it. And it's, and don't get me wrong, there's more to it than this, but you'll, it's the start, it's the origins of, of achieving things, of success. And, you know, people always say, I'm crazy. Uh, Martin, you, you, you're you writing books, you, you're trying to do stuff with the business, you're now building a technology, you're investing money back in, into doing this, uh, you've got three kids, you've got a family, I, I, you know, you, how are you doing, you gave up your job, you know, what? how are you doing that? And um, and I guess what I'm talking about this evening is is it for me. Um, I, I often try to always practice what I preach, but, you know, you've got to... You know, you've got to imagine where you want to go 
a great quote. I, I, for anybody out there who's watched The Greatest Showman, there's a great quote hidden, I believe, a little gem hidden in The Greatest Showman where somebody has a go at at him for um, for being crazy and dreaming too much. And he says, you know, men suffer more from imagining too little than they do from imagining too much. And it's so true. And I, and I think just have a reflection. Um, three things from me. Understand that stress is a basic human response. It's normal. We're all the same. We all experience it on different levels, granted, but it's there. Um, the way we interpret the stress response is really important. We can either be consumed by the threat where we focus on hypothetical worries on what might happen and, and the consequence of what might happen, or we can you know, interpret it as I, I know why I feel like this because this is either important to me or I feel at risk. And then, and but I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it back to the present. I'm gonna make some bloody decisions, and I'm gonna take action, challenge state, um, make decisions, take action, and finally know where you are going. Ten years from now, five years from now, you know, if you can't get that, if you can't get that visualization, what does six months from now look like? What does three months from now look like? Create the law of attraction for yourself, because when that seed is planted, and when you're excited, when the idea is hot. And the emotion is high. This is what I always say in business from me. When the idea is hot and the emotion is high, I always act. The law of attraction is a wonderful thing. When I've got my eyes on the prize and I want to achieve something, it, it forces me into action. I make decisions. I take action. And as a result... I have less, I experience less hypothetical worries. I, I worry about consequence less and I focus on what I want to achieve. And it, and don't get me wrong, there's been many of head scratching failures uh, along the way, but there's been, you know, some wonderful successes which have, which have been worth almost, um, you know, deploy, deploying this philosophy. So um, I'll leave you with that for now. Hopefully that might be of, of help. Um, and I'll see you for the next T2 Hubcast. See you soon.